This is I Am a Taxi by Deborah Ellis. Diego is a 14-year-old boy who lives in the St. Gabriel Prison in Cocobamba, Bolivia, with his mother and younger sister because his parents were framed for, being, for having cocoa paste under their seat in a bus. Diego works as a taxi running errands for women in the prison because the children can leave the prison. Diego is a very hardworking and so is his friend Mando. Mando found a job for the two of them working in the jungle, making cocoa paste and working for drug makers. He made the decision to take the job after he ruined a bowl of chalupa that he needed to find enough money to pay for. So he took the job working in the jungle. After many weeks of working hard, the boys' bodies were starting to give way, and Diego realized they weren't getting paid. So Diego decided to do something about it and ask his boss when they were going to get paid. He then plans to take a stick of cocaine and asked his friend Mando to go and sell it and run away. As they're doing that, they escape from the camp, and they are running down. They're, they go through a bridge, and the bridge collapses falling Mando to his death. Diego then gets captured again and taken in a helicopter with Smith, which is like the big drug dealer guy. After that, they let the Amando, I mean, Diego gets off the the helicopter and they release Diego and they were going to shoot him, but they miss all his bullets, so Diego runs. Diego then passes out, wakes up with fire ants brushes them all off, grabs onto a snake vine, and Smith starts. Smith finds him and starts chasing after him. Diego then leaps over a river somehow, steps on rocks, but when Smith tries to do it, he slips and falls into quicksand. Diego has the choice of either saving Smith or running away. Diego chooses to run away, and he then later on finds a camp where he stays the next morning. Yeah. All right, now we're going to talk about how Destiny plays a role in this novel. Uh, Destiny plays a role in I'm a Taxi because Diego was always destined to go into the cartel. Another, like, Destiny type of thing is when Diego loses his taxi job, he's kind of, like, destined to also join the cartel, I guess. I don't think it was influenced by Destiny. I think it was more influenced by choice because he, like, chose to take the job. Yep, I agree. I agree on that, too. I think it was destiny because uh, ultimately he was destined to take the job because he had to make money from Karina running away and him spilling the bowl of Chalupa. I think destiny plays a role in this novel through his choices he made by talking to Mando about the job. And once they were talking about it, they were always kind of destined to take the job because Diego needed the money. And that was just their destiny that played a role to get them to take the job i think it was influenced by choice because technically he never would have had to lose his job if he had just chose to watch karina but he chose to look away because he didn't really care he thought it wasn't a big deal he wouldn't have been in all this big mess if he had just chosen to actually watch his sister i like that that was i like i like um donovan's part better because like it's kind of true he chose to do his math homework instead of watch his sister but then at the same time it's also destiny because if mando didn't ask him if mando didn't ask him to join the little thing then like there'd be no money so he was kind of destined because yeah it was was karina's choice to run away and that was part of the destiny 
that Diego Something had. he couldn't control. Yeah. He's, Something he can't control, control like Destiny. So that's how Destiny, like, took, took part in I'm a Taxi. So when do you guys think Diego should have taken a stand or when he did take a stand? I think when he took a stand was uh, when he confronted them about whether or not he was going to get paid for doing the dirty work, if all of them were going to get paid. Uh, I feel like he probably should have taken a stand earlier because he already wasn't going to get paid. He just didn't figure it out early enough. Running away from Smith, he went to the woods. But then eventually Smith fell into quicksand. But then Diego picked up the gun and he took a stand. He could have shot him right then and there. Then, but then he ran away. He didn't shoot him, but he still took a stand against him. I think Diego took a stand by trying to escape with the paste, even though they were unsuccessful and ended up getting Mondo killed. I think Diego was taking a stand against his boss, his friends, and like his parents and the guards throughout the whole book because he was always trying to get something done and taking a stand against others. I agree with that because throughout the whole book, when he first accepts the job, um, Diego constantly like talks back to Rock, asking about his pay and whether or not they're really going to get something out of it. Now we're going to talk about how science is involved in this novel. Science is involved in this novel when... They first get the cocoa leaves, then they dry them out, they, like, scatter them around, and then they stomp them into, like, a paste, sort of, and they have to figure out the certain measures to make the cocoa paste, and then they take it to a warehouse thingy, and they turn it into cocaine, so it's kind of where the science comes in. Also, the chemical reaction caused the boys stomping it to change the color of their skin. So what interactions caused turning points in the novel? I think one of the interactions that caused a turning point in this novel was when Diego asked Mando about stealing a brick of cocoa paste and bring, escaping the drug, uh, the drug camp and going back to Coco Bamba and selling it and making their money that way because they knew that they weren't getting paid, which also kind of led them to their escape and Mando's death. Another interaction is when Mando is talking to Diego about, like, taking the job to go do this. Little did they know that it was going to turn out very bad for them. They weren't going to get paid, barely fed, and Mando ends up dying. I agree that it's just, like, when Mon uh, Mondo and Diego were talking about trying to escape with the cocoa paste. I also agree when they were trying to escape with the cocoa paste because all of a sudden when Rock found out about it, he didn't really talk to Mondo, any Mondo anymore. They used to be friends, but now Rock is kissing him in the dead eye. Uh, when Smith uh, is in the quicksand and Diego find uh, takes his gun but decides to run away, that interaction leads him to find the village where he finds a family to live with. Literature can cause social change because throughout Diego's story, it could if somebody read it and kind of 
like took the message and just thought about how things are different in other countries and how fortunate they are of what they have and what they what they get also shows how little like uh, other countries down in south america have compared to us in the united states um this this book informs readers of like stories like diego that happen in other countries because they they don't have as much it's true when someone else will understand their suffering by reading the book they'll realize how much pain that that person is going to since he lives in a prison they might actually go to that country and they might actually talk to the prison guards about letting them out and seeing this new world because they should get relief of their pain. Um, everyone comprehends things differently and uh, reading the book can have a different result on every person. Reading the book just shows that uh, things in our country uh, are different from, than other countries because things that we would look at here are wrong but things over there is just the normal like kids in prison and that was our podcast on i am a taxi by deborah ellis